You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that uh, has always been based in Britain and always will be. I'm uh, Buckingham Westminster. I'm Merlin Camelot. I'm Wallace Gromit. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in this week. We have uh, an amazing show for you. A bunch of things we're going to be talking about. But first, let's go into some things we have been checking out. Cheerio. Cheerio. Pip, pip, pip. pip, pip. Check it out. Bangers and mash. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That joke was rubbish. Uh, <laughs> quite. Throw it, throw it in the bin. Quite, quite. Quite, yes, indeed. Uh, so why, why are we mimicking uh, British culture? No, we don't need to get we into it. We don't need to get into right. it, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah, look, uh, there, there's a news, uh, there was a Dateline thing, um, uh, I think it was about a week ago or something, this guy that faked his death has been living, it was arrested in Scotland, an American who faked his death has been living in Scotland under under an assumed name and did an interview doing maybe the worst British accent we have ever heard in our entire lives. Also pretending like he can't walk and can't breathe and has to wear an oxygen mask. He's wearing that mask wrong, for one thing. You would know. Yeah, I would know. He's wearing it wrong. The, the actual stuff that the guy has done is pretty heinous. We don't want to get into, but... That's that's it's, what that is. It's but just it's not, wild. Yeah, but we're still gonna have a, a good little jape at his expense. We we absolutely are. <laughs> right, rightio. <laughs> Bully, good. <laughs> Bully. Oi, governor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's talk about some things we've been doing this week. I have a very quick one. Um, a while back, I was playing a kind of half broken game on the Switch called Cult of the Lamb. Uh, they just had a huge content drop for it. Oh, they, the new the new stuff the, came the out. The new stuff came out. Yeah, and I so I've been playing through it, and they it's free. Like it was a free update, and there's a lot of stuff they added to it. Like basically a whole second game. Wow. Yeah, there's cool. a there's a whole post game. Oh, that adds a whole bunch of stuff, and, and I've it's been still about that game for a while, and it is still as broken as it was before. Oh, it is crashed bad. on, it is soft locked on me twice, and it is hard crashed on me once, causing me to lose hours of progress. <laughs> so should I not play it on Switch then? I, I would, would not I, play no, it I on Switch. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, play it on PC. I would do uh, the PC. That's yes. where that the PC. <laughs> it's a me PC, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a me Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, that's all I've really been doing this week. Is, do, uh, do we want to get deep into the Mario movie? Yeah, let's get, yeah, yeah. let's get deep into the Mario a, movie. It's a month in. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to spoil things. So, you know, if you Spo- haven't watched it yet, you probably, well, if you haven't watched it yet, you're not going to. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I, I don't think um, any spoilers is going to affect your opinion of the movie or your enjoyment of it. No, either. no, it's definitely it's, not. It's, it pretty much hits the numbers. You it's, know yeah. you're getting it. It's a by the numbers film. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to say it was bad because it's not a bad movie. It's just a pretty forgettable, like kind of meh movie. I thought it's, it's tame. It's pretty yeah. tame. I, th- I think I ended up liking it a little more than you did. Uh, but uh, yeah, it does have its faults and 
you know, it's not an A plus. Yeah, I just I wanted it to be so good. I'm I'm such a huge Mario fanboy. Mm-hmm. And I have been my entire like sentient life. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I I just I just don't want to give it an easy pass just because. I clapped when I saw it type of stuff, which it's full of. It's full of. And it's fun. To the brim. Yeah. It's fun. And it there's a lot of stuff that's very cute that I liked. Mm-hmm. I love them being in Brooklyn and, and getting to see their family and the dynamic between Mario and Luigi. Yeah. And like everything in the first 15 minutes probably is spectacular. Oh, it's, yeah. That's, that's a lot of fun. Like, like I could have spent more time pre Mushroom Kingdom, honestly. Sure. Um, but it just, then it starts moving and then it doesn't stop and it doesn't, it's shallow. It, it more than just hits the ground running. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's full sprint. I, like, no, it's like the rope is tied around somebody and they're being dragged behind the cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Um, dare I say faster than the Sonic movie? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mario's got to go fast this time. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I will agree with that. I think they, I, I, wouldn't be surprised if the script had a lot more in it and it was chopped down for time because it was a hard 90 minutes. It was an hour and a half long. It was like one hour 36, something like that. But I, I have a feeling there was at least another 20 to 30 minutes of, of film that they've chopped out for time and you could feel it. Yeah. You you can absolutely feel it. And I don't, I don't like that it was the Super Mario Brothers movie and Luigi was hardly in it. Sure. Like yeah, I get that they can't they can't damsel Peach the whole movie, and I wouldn't have wanted them to do that either. Mm-hmm. Like you, you need her there to be your like person guide. Yeah, a person who knows what's going on. You know what would have fixed that is if they would have spent a little less time with Luigi trapped and had him explore the Bowser Kingdom a little more before getting caught. Say, for example, he makes it to an abandoned house. Some sort of mansion, perhaps. Where yeah. there are some booze in there and he gets spooked by the booze. It really, it would have taken one, maybe one or two more scenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's even doing the whole shaky, you know, Mario with the flashlight yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, and again, that could have been something that was chopped out for time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like. Donkey Kong spends more time with Mario than Luigi does in the Mario Brothers movie. No, that's that's fair. That is true. Uh, which I mean, I loved. I thought Donkey Kong himself was great. I mm-hmm. love Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Just seems right for some reason. Yeah, I couldn't tell you why, but it does. Because he's a big dummy. <laughs> yeah, it's because Donkey's he, a big dummy. When he does, when the Seth Rogen laugh comes out of Donkey Kong, it's just like, yeah, that no, that, that makes about right. that's about right. And yeah. he does it twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I hated the way they handled the Kongs because sure. they just made up a bunch of stuff when they really didn't need to. <laughs> no, that's that, that's a fair that's a fair point. I'm willing to give them a little more of a slack, a little more slack not as a Mario movie but as a looking at it objectively as like okay, they need to hit certain story beats, they need to have certain set sets and they they can't have well like we were talking before the you know, up until the point where we hit the, the Kong Kingdom a lot of the movie is just walking to a place, talking to a person, walking to a place, talking to a person. They needed something that was visually distinct. Yeah. And by merging the Mario Kart 
ideas with the Kong Kingdom, while, yeah, thematically it doesn't fit, I think visually and, like, plot progression and, like, making a interesting yeah. film, the filmmaking aspect, I could see why they went the way they did. Yeah, I, I just, I think shoehorning the cart stuff in with the Kongs kind of kneecaps the Kongs and makes them less of who they are as characters. And it also kneecaps uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Because, you know, they could have done a whole thing. They could have they could have done a whole second movie or a whole spin-off series of basically wacky races. Yeah. But Mario Kart. Oh yeah, 100%. The big inter inter kingdom tournament of champions yeah. race or yeah. whatever. They could have they could have done that. They could they could have done a Mario Kart thing for the opening um cinematic of Mario 2 mm-hmm. the Mario 2 movie like they they could have made it all a, a spin-off mini series on the streaming platform of your choice sure I mean it's what they're doing with knuckles in the Sonic movie yeah like save it for something else say let Mario Kart be Mario Kart and let the Kongs be the Kongs I agree I I, I, I agree but again I I can give him a little bit of a pass just because the movie needed something different, different yeah. at that beat. And yeah, no, I get it. I really feel like that little bully baby that bullies baby Luigi in that flashback. That could have been Wario. That could have been Wario. That could have been Wario. But it's, yeah. but it's Spike. Is no, it was it's, a blonde guy. No, it's Spike. It was a blonde kid. He's wearing the sunglasses like Spike. It's Spike. I could have sworn it was the little blonde child. Yeah, no, it was. Well, I mean, you know, people hair changes when you get older. True. <laughs> no, it was. My, my dad was a blonde until he hit puberty, and now he has jet black. Well, yeah, jet, jet black hair ish. <laughs> it should have been Wario, though. It should have been. Should've no, been I agree. <laughs> no, that would have been great. I, 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 I agree. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. What did you think of the final set piece when they go back to Brooklyn? That was fun. I mean, yeah. I, I was fine with that. I, I think them getting the star and fighting back while it being exactly what you expect mm-hmm. to happen was fun and interesting enough. Yeah. Like, and all the action scenes were like really well done and fun. It's and, a good looking movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole jumping on the shelves and throwing them around. And- yeah. They, they definitely did that right. Mm-hmm. For sure. They made the sound and everything. Yeah. <laughs> All the all the sounds were like spot on. the The licensed music was dumb. Yeah, um, I would. Oh, that's that's the thing. That's that's the whole illumination thing. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, what was it? They, uh, Van Halen's jump. They wanted to use that as the as the <laughs> climactic mu- music. Oh no! For the end instead of the the orchestral version of the superstar music. They oh. wanted to use Van Halen's jump because get it? They jump. They jump. I mean, they could have used that over the training montage. Yeah, they could have done that. That's true. The The only song that didn't make me cringe was the Beastie Boys, and only because it's like, well, they're in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we don't need ACDC in the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's, no. That's not tonal. That's not a tonal fit. I don't, it, just, it just didn't need to be there. There's so much good Mario music. And a lot of it is there. Yeah. And it sounds great. Like, what's there is fantastic. Oh, sure. Yeah. Makes it hurt even more that there's not more of it. Yeah. Also, I didn't notice any uh, thwomp. You're right. There were no thwomps. I I didn't see one thwomp. I mean, they were outside uh, protecting uh, 
Bowser's castle. They weren't inside. They weren't allowed yeah. inside. Yeah. You also, can't let thwomps in your house. Also, no. just the weird thing. The fact well, the doors that, are too small. You can't let them in. True. Also, the fact that like you know Bowser's castle slash ship is all one thing. It's this big floating oh, lava island. I didn't like that. There, Bowser has established very cool flying ships they could use instead of just like making this weird big island that floats around. Yeah. Like, but again, they could also use that for the second film. True. They yeah you you don't want to put. Again, you don't want to throw everything into the first one because then you have nowhere to go with the second one. Of course, then you've got like, you know, Bowser's Shogun Castle from Mario Odyssey. It just looks oh, yeah. so I, cool. I love that. That's a good, yeah, it's yeah. a good castle. It, it was so fun to see them take a different, uh, like a different look at the at Bowser's Castle in that game. I'm curious to hear what you thought of Bowser's music break with uh, the Peaches the, song. It was it was fine. Like, yeah. I feel like they could have did something more clever than a song that's just him saying one word over and over again. Yeah. Like, like obviously, like, you know, Jack Black didn't write that song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, or he might have written it just off off the cuff. Yeah, he might have ad-libbed it. He might have ad-libbed that entire thing. I yeah. mean, it is catchy. but It's an like, earworm. Yeah. It's an extreme earworm. But I, I feel like they could have did something better. That that seems like a first draft. Also, yeah, you know, about, like when the movie starts and like he's just talking about like you know world domination. I'm like, okay, cool, you know, militaristic Koopa leader, get it, get it. But then it just turns into the whole thing where he's just you know simping so hard for Peach. Why? Yeah, though? it kind of he kind of loses some of his ferociousness. Yeah, it's like why though? Well, I think that's part of the joke though. No, I get it. I mean, you got the you got that whole thing and the whole he's always kidnapping Peach and like in yeah. Odyssey the whole for, trying to force her to marry him thing. He he can be both. He can do both things and yeah. he, he doesn't in this movie. <laughs> like, but he ends he ends up ferocious in the final fight. Yeah. I mean, he eventually goes, I mean, "Hey, you know what? I'm just going to destroy things." I'm You know, and the whole like, you know, fire breath and like the melting of like the sewer lid that, you know, Luigi was using as a shield was Super cool scene. Yeah. Oh, his fire breath looked really rare. It's never looked that cool before when yeah. he's blasting the penguin castle. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't please stop using that music from Kill Bill. Like, oh, um, that was lame too. That was a little lame. Oh, yeah. When the penguins come out of the castle, yeah. well, that was just a trailer. That was just in there as a trailer shot kind of thing. That could have wasn't in the tra- the song wasn't. Oh, in that's the trailer, true. The song though. wasn't in the trailer. Yeah, they that's saved true. that for the movie for like some even yeah. even when that song came up, my brain didn't even completely register that as that song. Uh, Battle it, without honor or humility. Yeah, because it's in every. I've heard it used in everything, and it's yep. just like ugh. That's, that's why they should not have used it. <laughs> I don't know. I think they did the best they could given the studio that they went with and their background yeah. and also and all the hoops they probably all, had to jump through. And the Nintendo and Shigeru Miyamoto specifically probably had them jump through a million, million hoops. Oh yeah, they probably they could not step out of line. Especially after not a toe, not a hair. Like especially after the travesty that the other Mario after movie the ninety three, which go back and watch it. It's not it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I mean it's weird and it's not Mario, but it's not that bad. Yeah. If you go in with your ex expectations at rock bottom you'll have a good time in the i mean end. it's a goofy enjoyable yeah. movie it it's is. cool it's it's a cool piece of cyberpunk media but it's yeah it's, yeah it's barely mario yeah but i digress uh they probably had to jump through a million and one hoops and probably had some weird requests from miyamoto because he 
historically has weird op- ideas and opinions and if he says something it pretty much has to go yeah I, I so, yeah or he'll flip the tea table is yes. what they say yeah at nintendo mm-hmm. i i listened to a podcast the other day that was talking about a canceled donkey kong game that was in development um i guess that vicarious visions oh the people that, that work for activision oh okay before yeah. they got sent to the cod mines yeah um where Donkey Kong was going to be able to grind on vines and Miyamoto said, but what about his little feet? <laughs> he's going <laughs> to, if he's grinding on vines, he's going to get rope burnt on their feet. So the, so vicarious visions, allegedly, this is all rumor came up with the idea that he puts little banana peels on his feet, like little shoes when he does a grind. And Miyamoto was like, this is acceptable. Yeah. That's, f- you <laughs> know what? what? I like it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's more- actually, it's more fun than it's, the other one. It's yeah. more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The weird thoughts that Miyamoto has a lot of times will result in interesting things. The one I always go back to is um, uh, Metroid. Um, is it Metroid Prime? Oh, yeah. What if what if Samus could put on different heads? Different heads. And what he meant was different visors uh, and like x-ray yeah. visor and stuff like that. Uh, but well, Donkey Kong being able to blow on um, plants and stuff in uh, Donkey Kong Returns, that was him too. He was just like, what if he could blow on stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I had no... It had, yeah. There he was has, nothing. He, he has mighty, mighty lungs. Yeah. yeah. And then they didn't use it. They didn't the use it for anything. Game. In the second game, it goes away. Yeah. yeah. So they're not all winners, but usually right. they are. <laughs> but th- I'm sure they had to, for this movie. I'm sure they had to jump through a lot of hoops and they probably this is probably the best they could have done. Given <laughs> what, what if Mario plays Kid Icarus at one point? Yeah. I mean, like I said, a lot of the a lot of the tones and a lot of the things are, are there. I mean, it feels Mario. At least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. feels significantly Mario. Sure. I but mean, it is relatively safe. There's someone on the internet right now swearing up and down that that's a hint that the next movie is going to be Kid Icarus. And that's never, there'll never be a Kid Icarus There, there will movie. never be a Kid Icarus. <laughs> there'll be a Zelda before there's a Kid oh, Icarus. Oh, yeah. Oh, Zelda's going to be the next one because that's the other big one. Yep. Yeah, it makes the most sense. And like, I hope Illumination doesn't do it because that's not a good fit. I would actually be okay with a live action Zelda. Yeah. I think. And make... I, it would be interesting. They're not going to do it, but it would be interesting if they left Link a silent protagonist, or if he just like speaks very, very little, very rarely. Because that's that's what's implied in Breath of the Wild that he can talk. He just chooses not. He chooses to not to, and more it's, often than not. And when he does talk, he says weird stuff <laughs> because people react to him like, "Are you <laughs> what?" <laughs> Well, like like the Mandalorian, like especially in the first season, the guy didn't talk he, hardly at all. Yeah, and that's yeah around that level yeah. of 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 speech. I this think. is the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which would probably necessitate Mar- um, Link needing like a little talking sidekick buddy or whatever. Well, I mean, a fairy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's well, we'll hire Aquafina to play Navi in this. <laughs> or I kind of like it. Yeah. Or. or They'll go the Wind Waker route, and he's got a talking boat. He's got his his cool old do- talking boat. Yeah, the yeah. King of, the King of Red Lions. Well, I mean, Zelda can be there with him. Sure, you know the chant. There's like four champions that are well, there too. If, a lot of times, if Zelda's there with him, he would have to say, "Excuse me, princess," at least once. Oh, you know they they would. 
Yeah, like he did to. the princess in another castle thing that felt extremely forced in the Mario movie. It did. There was, yeah, they could have. I know it had to be there. Yeah, but they could have found a better place for it than that. No, that's fair. <sighs> was I was I right or wrong with Fred Armisen being the worst voice actor in the? Oh film? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All of Cranky Kong was bad. There yeah. wasn't a single thing about him that was good. Yep, I totally agree. They uh, did him completely wrong. When, when he showed up, I'm just like, why is he shouting all the time? <laughs> because Fred Armisen isn't a voice actor. Yeah. But also, everyone pretty much sounds just like themselves for the most part, except for Toad. He was full on 100% putting on a voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was... could, yeah. He was unrecognizable it, as uh, Keegan Michael Key is a really good actor. He is. Like, yeah. And they could have gotten they could have gotten anyone for that role because it was it's Toad. It's and he, Toad. Everybody's got a Toad voice in there. It's not hard to do. Yeah. And I'm not. <laughs> Thank you, because I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> And I, I liked Toad a lot and how they also managed to dance around not ever giving him an appropriate name. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he says Toad. Yeah. He, I mean, this is, he's definitely the Captain Toad of the Toad. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is the Toad. He's the, the Toad. The definitive Toad. Mm -hmm. But they never call him Toad. Like Right. And they managed to do that without making it weird somehow. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I... I, you know, we gave we gave uh, um, Chris Pratt a lot of guff for not doing the Mario voice. It was fine. He was fine. It was. It, it could have been more interesting, but he was yeah. fine. It was okay. They should have, if they were gonna go Brooklyn, they should have got somebody that like had a more of a Brooklyn, has more of a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I agree. But, but like, you know, it was it was fine. It, it was didn't it didn't make the movie serviceable. Yeah, yeah. It didn't hurt the movie. Yeah, it didn't exactly. help the movie. It didn't hurt the movie. It was fine. It was fine. And they did squeeze the Mario voice in there a little bit with yeah, with yeah. that ad at the beginning, which I loved. Yeah, that's probably the best part of the movie, maybe. I mean, mm. plus it had the Mario rap. Yeah, it did have the Mario rap. Oh, uh, they they really they really wimped out on the DK rap by only having the chorus, like two lines. Yeah, two lines of it. Yeah, yeah they really kind of. I, I wouldn't even have credited that as the Donkey Kong rap. I mean, they didn't. They, 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 <laughs> no, it's in the credits. They did. Oh, but they, they didn't credit Greg um, Grant Greg, Kirkhope. Kirk, Grant Kirkhope. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It just said just, it, it just said DK rap and from Mario from DK sixty four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 Should have credited Grant. He's a he's a good composer. Mm -hmm. Don't you have a a a sixty four a signed sixty four banjo? Yeah. Yeah, it's the signed banjo. I have two copies of Banjo now. Nice. One signed. <laughs> <laughs> when I was going through my 64 games and, and like trying to get rid of the doubles, I'm like, I have two Banjos. And then I'm like, but I'm never going to play that Grant Kirkhope signed one. Yeah. That, needs to yeah. stay, <laughs> that needs to stay sealed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you need to like put that at like in like a mounted in like a shadow box or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are they going to make a Banjo-Kazooie movie now? Now <laughs> that Mario made a billion million dollars? Oh, sure. Yeah. We're going we're to start seeing the mascot. But that's also owned by Rare and that falls under the Microsoft. That's a Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft's going to want that money, that billion dollars that Mario was sure. making. Oh, yeah. They're, we're going to get every like half-baked video game maybe this is maybe this is the new superheroes it could be we'll get like you know spyro and crash or bubsy, <laughs> bubsy. Uh, the creator of bubsy died oh 
Well, then the rights are up for grabs. <laughs> yeah, they can do whatever they want. It's yeah. free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they could make a movie out of Crash Bandicoot. Sure. There's a, it has kind of a Looney Tunesian sensibility to it that would uh, work. I could see it. It worked just as good as Sonic did. I mean, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, it it could it could work. Um, I mean, we are going to be get, we are getting a uh, Street Fighter movie again. Yeah. Again, yeah. Again, yeah. <laughs> and they're working on that next uh, Mortal Kombat yeah, again. They, yep, the next Mortal Kombat season. <laughs> I, I thought that Mortal Kombat movie was okay. It was fine. It was it was about as it was stupid it was Mortal and Kombat. fun. It yeah, was Mortal Kombat. It was very stupid, and that's the point i kind of hope that's what's gonna happen with the twisted metal oh yeah oh, we'll get to that yeah, yeah. That's we, on will, the list. We, we will get to that <laughs> um i'm trying to think like what a, a wild video game movie that they should do but I... well i mean you have all the big the big nintendo games a, a metroid movie would be good oh uh, yeah a that, zelda movie would yeah. be good um hmm <laughs> Honestly, I'm going down to the list of okay, who's in Super Smash Brothers? Who's in Super <laughs> Smash Brothers? Because Every, that's I mean, they've been talking about doing a Metal Gear movie for literally forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would I no. I wouldn't want him to do it cuz the only one that would only person that could direct it and do it right, Hideo Kojima. Is is Kojima yeah. and Kojima would put do it right? Do it faithfully, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm not it would saying also it would be, be a, a very long yeah, movie. It would, it would be nigh unwatchable. Yeah, I'm not saying it'd be a good movie, but it would be the right movie. <laughs> it would it would be the Metal Gear movie. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. Yeah, the, you know he's working on that film, um, that Death Stranding, Death Stranding film movie, but it's not. It has nothing to do with any of the main characters. It is a strictly side story, so they don't have to. Tap dance around tap stuff. Dance around yeah, that's stuff. the best way to do it, probably. Yeah, just, I mean, just a movie, a movie I set mean, in it, the Death Stranding it world. It worked for Mandalorian to a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> Until they started crossing over with yeah. stuff. They should do a Dragon Quest movie, but they did, and it was good. Yeah, yeah. Wait, they did? Yeah, there's a Japanese CG animated one. Oh. It's actually, it's very good. I didn't know that. Is that the Legend of Kai or something like no, that? No, it's um, Dragon Quest your story. Your story. That's the one. Yeah. And it's okay. like a retelling of five. Right. But it gets kind of meta part way through oh, in a way cool. that's interesting. It's a good movie. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kirby needs a movie. <laughs> boyo, boyo. Well, Kirby already had come right back at you. Yeah, he did. He had several seasons of anime. Yeah. I did, apparently, Sakurai worked on that. Like, he really? was really hands on with that. Really? Yeah. That's huh. interesting. Well, I mean, it was pretty faithful to the. Except for Escargoon or whatever yeah. his that Paul Lynn sounded, yeah. Squ- yeah, guy. I mean that was the dub. And yeah, they that's also true. they also made King DDD into kind of a George W. Bush style. Well, character yeah, they too. gave him a southern accent, but that kind of fits for the character. Yeah, it a does. Bit. It really yeah. does. And he and he says like Bushisms. Like yeah, he, he does. He says words wrong and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but I, don't, I think if. You could make a good Cur- Illumination could make a decent Kirby movie. Illumination would actually do a really yeah. good job with a Kirby movie because I think it's that franchise skews younger yeah. until you have the Eldritch Abominations at the end. No, they should they should work on most of the movie and then when they get near the end they should pass it off to DreamWorks. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well hey, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will dig into some news. Hi, I'm John Schnabel of the band Six Miles to Nelly. 
My good friend Greg Dunham has a show here on WZMO, and it's called Long Play. He just plays full albums front to back. Now, I'll admit, I've never really listened to the show, but I'll tell you this. Anything Flash does is going to be first rate, well done, and thought-provoking. I invite you to tune in on Friday nights at 11 and Saturday afternoons at 3. Check it out. I guarantee there's at least an outside chance that you may or may not find long play, at least at the minimum, somewhat enjoyable. Hey, we are back from the break. Let's go ahead and dig into some news. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, let's get into some news there, right, governor? (laughs) Pip, pip, cheerio. Got a lot of video game talk this episode, but not necessarily about video games. No, video games. games. Video game adjacent. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this is springboarding right off of what we were talking about before the break. Uh, There are going to be a couple of uh, video game series that are being turned into uh, shows. Shows or movies or something. Something. Uh, let's talk about the let's talk about the the less weird one first. So, do you guys remember Twisted Metal? You used to play a lot of Twisted yes, Metal. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of Twisted, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal World Tour was one of my favorite games. Classic PlayStation One. I, when I think of PlayStation One, it's Twist Twisted Metal is right up there, right there with Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, honestly, and, and like Final Fantasy Seven. And Final like, Fantasy Seven. Yeah. It's like those three. But Twisted Metal, the uh, vehicular homicide game <laughs> where it's it's like Mario Kart Battle Royale but a realistic yeah. kind of it's a driving game but you don't race you just shoot at each you other you shoot at each other and with, with missiles and guns mm-hmm, with health with pickups and stuff like that yeah and it has it's very fighting game with the character roster it's it's fighting racing game yeah it's a racing fighting game um they are making a limited television series uh, starring Anthony Mackie. Yeah. And it's on uh it's on Peacock. Peacock of all things. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean it's it's never going to be the R rated version that it should be because that's that game is relatively R rated. I mean in a cartoony kind of way. Unless it's twisted metal black and that, that goes full goth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that one goes or, full goth. Uh uh what was the other one? Uh Twisted Metal. Oh, the kids one? Small Brawl? Small Brawl. Small Brawl. Yeah. Small Brawl. Where everyone's RC cars. Yeah, but I was looking at the cast list the other day, and Anthony Mackie is playing John Doe, who was from the games. Yeah. Um, there was someone... Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is uh, Agent... What's his name? The, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There's a secret agent. There's a Spectre. secret agent. Spectre. Yeah. yeah. And- Spectre had the coolest <laughs> special, too, because his missiles could go through walls. Yeah. And the, the most important one, Sweet Tooth... The 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 evil uh, ice cream truck driving clown man is being uh, dual played. The the uh, voice actor is Will Arnett, and the body actor is professional wrestler Samoa Joe. Now I would have never pegged Will Arnett for a sweet tooth, but well, it works. Actually, actually, I'm gonna get real pedantic. Sweet tooth is the car. The driver's name is Needles Kane. That's true. Yes. <laughs> But I think I think it seems like for this series they're going to make they're just going to call the guy Sweet Tooth because yeah. everyone just calls the guy Sweet yeah. Tooth. Yeah, I mean uh, nobody remembers the actual names of the characters. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know him either. I don't know why I remembered that. I guess because it's such a stupid name. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them I remember, uh, Sweet Tooth's dad was like the end boss in the game. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. He was I'll, like I'll a giant purple truck. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Calypso is always the main villain on well, a lot of the yeah, games well, as well. Yeah. And it was a big for semi. The, except for the one where the main villain is Rob Zombie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wonder if Rob Zombie will show up. Oh, I hope so. I mean, they got to at least have Rob Zombie music in oh, there. It's yeah. got to be in there. Got to. Yeah. I feel like at least three of the games almost exclusively, exclusively. had him on yeah. the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yep. Will, uh, will Sweet Tooth's ice cream truck turn into a robot? I hope so. Yeah, one of his specials was turning into a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. God, which one was that? I just can't believe they got Samoa Joe to be the the <laughs> the body the, the body actor. You ask me, that is you know it's a 137 percent chance that we're <laughs> that I'm going to love Samoa Joe in the twisted movie Metal Metal Show, and the numbers don't lie. <laughs> All there is right now is like a a teaser that feels like two teasers smashed together yeah, yeah and it's um, like it looks like low budget like oh it's going to be low budget you, yeah. youtube fan movie type stuff i mean it shows the car driving and two guns on the car are shooting and i was like that's well that's the metal that's yeah. the metal that's right yeah. yeah and then you see the ice cream truck in you know the clown yeah yeah again i clapped and i saw it kind of moment yeah oh sure Though it would have been more interesting if they would have showed, like, I don't know, Axel, who was on the cover. Yeah, I don't know how they do Axel. Well, it'd just be a big big guy with two big wheels. Yeah, and it it matters if they do Twisted Metal Black Axel, which is kind of creepy and gross. Yeah. Or the regular one where he's not dragging his feet everywhere. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 Yeah, The Twisted Metal Black Axel, he's stuck in there. Oh, he he is just the Axel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. He he's like wired into that thing. Well, he kind of always was because in the character bio for Twisted Metal 2, when he first shows up, uh, it talks about how he is trapped in the machine because the machine is what keeps him alive. Oh. But at least the machine gave him little feats. In his, uh, in, his in his wish to Calypso, if he won the tournament, tournament whatever, yeah. the, the, the Mortal Kombat of cars. Yeah. Um, Mortal Carbat. Mortal Carbat. I like it. I like it. <laughs> he, uh, he wishes to you know, be free of his vehicular prison. I, I wonder if they'll if that's the plot they'll use. Like, like everybody has a wish they want to come true and they have to win Twisted Metal to get it. Like... Is it, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, but but it's such a goofy premise. Yeah, like the the synopsis that I've read is more along the lines of it's actually oddly enough it sounds like the Postman. Do you remember that uh, that, that post apocalyptic uh, post apocalyptic yeah. movie where it's a guy on a horse that is just traveling across America to deliver a parcel? It's like I think it's something like John Doe is has has to deliver something across post-apocalyptic America. Wow. And, but who knows they could add, it could be that the parcel is a thing that ends up being part of the Calypso, Calypso. thing or whatever. In the, in the games, like the reason it was post-apocalyptic is because twisted metal was happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 I mean, the second one was called world tour. There's a level where you can blow up the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, you, can yeah, you knock, get a cool power up in there. Yeah, you can knock the Eiffel Tower over and you can go into the Louvre and like burn the Mona Lisa off the wall. Yeah. It like yeah. melts. <laughs> it melts and stuff. Yeah. And the uh, the, the uh, Notre Dame was like a great sniping spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just now realizing like this is my junior high like yes. thing. Like uh-huh. I, this is when I was really into Twisted Metal when I was like. 13 it's it's scratching like, a very very specific itch yeah between, between like twisted metal and vigilante 8 because here's the thing i 
I didn't think I remembered as much about twi- the Twisted Metal games yeah. as I am currently recalling <laughs> because I haven't thought about this series in conservatively 23 years. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm getting hit with a lot of a lot of member member berries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, the last couple of Twisted Metal games were terrible. Oh yeah, even the PlayStation 3 one that was supposed to be like its big return, return and it's, it was bad. Do you remember when uh, Sweet Tooth was in uh, PlayStation All Star Battle Royale? <laughs> yeah, as, as a as not his car but a person fighting. <laughs> yep, it's terrible. I always liked Mr. Grimm, the the motorcycle, motorcycle guy. guy that shot a. Oh yeah, that skull. was that was basically mm-hmm. the Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, he was basically Ghost Rider. Yeah, he was also like one of the fastest, and you know he was so. Small. Oh yeah, he was very nimble. Yeah. So speaking of uh, video games being uh, turned into other properties. The weirdest one, this just, this dropped maybe an hour before we started recording. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Uh, Vampire. Despite, despite being a humongous fan of the uh, franchise. Despite being a huge <laughs> fan of the franchise, Vampire Survivors, the game that historically has zero plot and is all about just running around and making big numbers go up. You don't even press a button. The plot is Castlevania. Yeah, it's, there's a Dracula, but it's, he's Italian Dracula. He's Italian Dracula. In fact, I'm going to pull up the uh, the synopsis for it because it is, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're making a uh, limited series of uh, of Vampire Survivor. It's a very limited series. It's nine minutes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it might as well be. But it is. They're they're comparing it to the animated Castlevania show as well because which that's is the only thing it could be yeah and like and why we already have that and more of it is coming <laughs> so this is i had no idea this was the synopsis of the game and also this show it's it's two sentences and i'm gonna go ahead and read it the game is set in rural 2021 italy so it's modern day there lived an evil person named bisconti draculo <laughs> whose many evil magics created a bad world filled with famine and suffering. Now it's up to members of the Belpise family to end his reign of terror and return good food to the table. That's all there is. That's all there is. Well, I guess technically, if you want to look at the bios for all of the enemies that you fight, there are biographies in the game and they're all done by, um, oh, what's her name? They do uh, the Jimquisition, Sterling. Oh, Oh, Stephanie Sterling. Stephanie Sterling. Yeah. Stephanie Sterling. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, she she was uh, she has written the bios for every enemy in the game. There's like a hundred <laughs> enemies in the game, and there's they're wild, but I they ha- but there's yeah. no but there's no plot in any of that. It just tells you, hey, this is a skeleton. This skeleton does skeleton things, and surprise, they also make good spaghetti. I don't know. <laughs> I hope everybody has really exaggerated Italian accents. Oh, I hope so too. Like clearly American actors putting on bad yeah. Italian accents. That's that's the way to go for it. Mamma mia. <laughs> it's a me, Simone Bermondo yep. or whatever. I am just curious what they're going to do when they get to the blatant Bayonetta ripoff. Yeah. And, and they go to the milk factory. They go to the milk factory. <laughs> The 2021 Milk Factory to fight a bunch of milk demons. All right, let's move on to some other stuff here. What else do we have on the list? Let's talk about this Magic the Gathering business. Oh, this wild Magic the Gathering stuff. Yeah, so 
So Magic the Gathering, owned by Wizards of the Coast and ha- owned, has- by Hasbro. owned by Hasbro. Hasbro owns everything. Hasbro yeah. and Disney. It just keeps going on down. Yep. Um, so there is a, apparently a new pack of cards that are being released I, that has a very I, similar name to a previous pack of cards or something. I I don't know, man. I, don't know. I, I believe it. that's what the, yeah. the the error was. There was a mix-up at the Magic Factory. There was a mix-up at the Magic Card, the, the card Factory, and a um, YouTuber, a Magic the Gathering-themed YouTuber, was accidentally sent a pack of the unreleased cards. Yeah, he so, either was able to buy him some... Either way, no. He was he pre-ordered it and he received uh, the previous set that he, and he got a the unreleased uh, one instead. So it wasn't even his fault. It's yeah. not like he went to the store and said, "Oh, this isn't supposed to be out. I'm going to get it." He was sent. Yeah, he did the nothing wrong. wrong. He it did was nothing. All, the the onus was all on Hasbro, right? But as a YouTuber, and you're dropped, you're given a a world exclusive. Yeah, you do a you make some content. You do a content because. I mean, why not? Yeah, that's how because that's how you feed your family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in in most cases, when this happens, you get a cease and desist or possibly a threat of a lawsuit. If you don't take your stuff. Not down. that we would know from personal experience yeah, getting yeah. behind the scenes things and getting threatened with lawsuits. Not that that's ever happened to this show, but <laughs> <laughs> uh Speaking of which, we're never talking about the Flash. <laughs> um, any any form of the Flash. Not, uh, even, the, they're, they're going not ro- even the upcoming movie. They're going right on the list right next to Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, bon Jovi and the Flash franchise. <laughs> no. Uh, so in normal circumstances, you would get a, a DMCA takedown. You'd get a stern, sternly written letter. You might even be asked, hey, mail the stuff back, please. We'll, we'll give you some stuff. We screwed up, but you can't have this yet. Or sign an NDA and you can keep it, but don't talk about it until whatever until it's released. No, instead Hasbro sent the Pinkertons a faction of people. I didn't know still existed. The Pinkerton detective agency. Yes. To this guy's house to shake him down for the cards that he legally bought. Yeah. And received as a, as an error on, they're not, not his own, but of the, of Hasbro's part, the Pinkertons, the Pinkertons, who I didn't even know still existed. Yeah. I thought they were just rolled into the FBI or the U.S. Marshal's office. Oh, no. The, the, they're hardcore. Actually, the United States government is legally not allowed to hire the Pinkertons to do anything. Right. They had to pass a law that said, no, no more contracts with the Pinkertons. Mm-hmm. That's oh, how nasty the Pinkertons oh, are. So they're a private thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. They're a private thing, and they're very... um. Uh, physical? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they are They are a step away from the mob. Yeah. The Pinkertons are a step away from the mob. They're, they're the villains in Red Dead Redemption 2. They sure are. And, and they went to this guy's house and terrified his wife and uh, yeah. shook like, him down for his, for his Magic the Gathering cards. Now, Hasbro did apologize for the rough treatment and sent him a bunch of swag, but also... They could have just sent an email saying, hey, you're not supposed to have that. Take your YouTube uh, yeah, video please down. Please take the video down. Please, or, or we're going to sue you. Or they could do what everyone else does and just copyright, copyright uh, strike on YouTube and YouTube would take it down. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have. They didn't have to go this hard. No. Or Magic the Gathering cards. No. They, they, sent, they sent hired guns 
They sent literal thugs. Yeah, goons. They, they they sent the goon squad to this guy's house because he had some cards he didn't. Yeah, he wasn't because supposed to have. He had cards from a almost a children's card game. Yeah, children, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, yeah. well ma- imagine that. I think it's still it's older children, but it's a children. It's, it's adult children. Yeah, it's, a, it's adult children. children. Mm-hmm. It's a, adult children with more money than. Sense. sense more more dollars than cents is what i say yeah. <laughs> especially since why does it matter magic sets magic sets come out every like two months it's paper it's paper squares man. i know <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah those are very um, valuable rectangles don't don't mess with hasbro they're gonna send the goon squad <laughs> i'm on the brute squad yeah. you are the brute squad <laughs> yeah don't look at hasbro the wrong way or you'll get the pinkertons at your mm-hmm. house Shake you down for your lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope that uh, Hasbro doesn't try to unionize. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you don't want them to call the Pinkertons when you're trying to unionize. <laughs> because they're also union busters, kind of, yeah. a little they bit. Ki- they like kill the people. Mob. Yeah. But they, the, the, the yep. Pinkertons killed people. Yep. Well, it's a good thing the folks at Sega aren't also Hasbro then, because rolling into our other news topic, uh, Sega of America... Um, distinction of america not the full company but sega of america has uh unionized and they are the currently the largest and i believe it's the only multi-departmental game company that has uh unionized and that's pretty awesome has the whole thing unionized sega of america Uh, that's what i'm meaning the entirety of sega of america oh uh their their union is the i i had it pulled up and it's like the it's it's a it's an acronym for Aegis, which acronym is acronym for Aegis, which is really good. The robot from Persona Three. The uh, da, 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 it is the Allied Employees Guild Improving Sega, or Aegis. It's a money name. So yeah. it's a, so it's a very Sega specific union. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a really good step forward. Uh, more and more game companies and a lot of, I mean, a lot of independent companies have started uh, unionizing to combat uh, crunch, I uh, crunch culture a, and stuff like that. Not quite related to gaming, but I saw where like uh, a lot of Starbucks are falling under a union now too. Good. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm all for it. You know, uh, uh, job protection, um, wage protection uh, when you want to go in for a raise, uh, you know, having having the union at your back, and it's. That's I mean, way- I I could see there's positives with negatives with everything. I mean, th- that's the way it's supposed to work. So yeah. it's the way it's supposed to that's work. Not, that's ideally. not what it always works. I I know, but just the idea that that is there instead of being one person just going, you know, against the you know, against the, the, corporate. the corporate against it's, yeah, John Sega. Yeah, and this is going to lead to an interesting situation where for the first time the uh employees of sega of america have it a little bit better than their japanese counterparts yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens when um you know sega of japan sends a couple of employees over to america to work for six months or a year and they just decide to not come back to the home (laughs) country because they have it much nicer here which is not which has never been the case because Sega of America has always been well the American arms of Jap of Japanese um, companies game game companies in particular but yeah, yeah companies in general Sega of uh, America especially is Sega of America like the stepchild the the, 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 the stepchild yeah. well Nintendo of America as well for for more or less um, not quite as bad but 
Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if this has any long lasting ramifications on the Japanese game market as well. I kind of doubt it. Or they'll just pull operations out of the US. Or they'll yeah. decide that, yeah, they'll just kind of decide to do everything in-house and Sega of America will just disappear in six months. We'll see what happens. But again, good on them. I'm I, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. I'm I'm yep. I'm cool with it. We have time for one more thing and I I know we have some other stuff on the show. Some of this stuff might wait. I wanna I wanna uh, dog on those Little Mermaid posters a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, Disney is ramping up uh, uh, advertisement for their next live action. Well, the uh, one that's not going straight to Disney Plus because Peter Pan and Wendy just came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I have no no interest. I I have no interest in Peter Pan the story. Yeah, anyway, same. I don't. Really I mean, care I, I like I like Hook, but that's just because it's a good movie. Hook is a good movie. It's but kind of a, it's kind of a twi- kind of turns it on its head. Yeah, a little, like yeah, yeah. But but the Peter. Yeah, I've never been a Peter Pan guy. But we're not talking about Peter Pan. We're talking about. The, the Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid, which I believe was the first Disney film I watched as a child, and I absolutely loved it. About wore the grooves off my VHS. Oddly enough, I, I have almost agreed, but uh, but my first movie I ever saw in a the theater was actually a, a Fox and the Hound. Well, my first movie <laughs> in the theater was King Ralph. <laughs> that's weird yeah it's weird it's weird one of one of my earliest memories is not of watching the movie but i i remember leaving the theater when the movie was over and with the uh credit scroll with just john goodsman's face in like wide wide screen on the on the (laughs) on the um screen I I remember that vividly, and it is the weirdest memory that I, I have. I can't remember exactly what the first movie I ever saw in a theater. One that sticks out of my head a lot was when I went and saw Ernest Scared Stupid with my mom. Oh hell yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> and also the only the only movie I ever saw in the theaters with my grandparents was Jurassic Park. Ooh, nice, very good. And I remember that movie terrifying me when I was <laughs> in 93. Yeah. But anyway, uh, they're doing the live action uh, Little Mermaid, as we know, yep. and as as part of their advertisements, they released a number of digital posters. Character posters. Character posters, character one sheets. And, you know, uh, most of them look pretty any, okay. Any human being looks fine. Any, any human being looks okay. I, uh, um, uh, McCarthy as um, Ursula. Ursula looks fine. I still think it should have been a dude in drag because Ursula is divi- is, is divine. Based on divine. It based on divine. Also, it's dude also in drag. McCarthy's too obvious of a choice. Too sure. easy of a choice. Yeah, it's definitely low hanging fruit. Yeah. But but like I wasn't aware that Javier Bardem was King Triton, which is a weird choice. But okay, that's fine. What I want to talk about are the three character posters for the non-human cast. Yeah, the animal, the animal Scuttle, companion. Flounder, the and... nautical um, creatures. Yeah. <sighs> Sebastian. Sebastian, that's the third one. Yeah. <laughs> Picture a crab. You're done. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. They don't... There's no... Like, I understand they want to try to make things relatively realistic because of live action, but... It's like the complaints people have with The Lion King. Do something different. They're ex- yeah. they're expressionist beasts that have human words coming out of them. And yeah, Little Mermaid is one of the most colorful and imaginative films ever 
put to celluloid. And you have Scuttle that just looks like a bird. bird yeah, and then you take and it. And Flounder looks like a pervert. I don't care. Yeah, you take it. And it's and because you, of his bug eyes. You, he looks like Peter Lorre. Yeah, he, does, he really does. Yeah. <laughs> But they, they color grade it to like middle gray uh-huh. and then just have it be real animals. And it's just it's kind of sad. It is. It's it's the creativity is gone. Yeah, it's it feels this more than any other feels soulless, you know, especially because the Little Mermaid is is the big one. It's the one. That it's the one that brought him back. Disney. Yeah, it's the one that brought him back. I mean, that started the, you know, the 90s the golden run. age. Yeah, the, yeah. Gold, the 90s golden age. You know? Yeah. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is also very good, but... Beauty and the Beast, I think Beauty and the Beast, as an adult, I think might, might be my favorite of the bunch. It's I think that one's so long really, really it. imaginative, really yeah, cool. It's, it Although is, I'm a big fan of Lilo and Stitch, too. Lilo and Stitch is my favorite. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is also a little more grounded. Like, talking furniture is, is more reasonable to do in cg than just real animals because they're fantastical creatures that actually have moving faces yeah 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 so it's not as much of a stretch like i don't want to see a real bird with aquafina's voice coming out of it no which is which is what's happening it is that's who's playing scuttle also yeah i wouldn't have i wouldn't have casted aquafina as scuttle maybe flounder she would be a good flounder you need someone sufficiently pathetic to be that's flounder true. he's kind of a sad boy i don't like flounder he's not a good no i don't like flounder as as of the cartoon no i've never liked yeah. him no he, he seems like he would constantly talk your ear off about how ariel has him in the friend zone exactly Shh. yeah and and this and this poster doesn't help matters no. and he just looked kind of in the animated one he just kind of looked like a beach ball with fins it's just kind of sad yeah, yeah. Big yellow bird yellow yellow bird big yellow fish yeah but yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of swing and a miss. I think swing and a miss. I mean, I'm sure the music. So I'm sure the music will be great. I'm sure the parts with the human esque characters will be fine. Also, you mentioned that this movie is an hour longer than the animated yeah. one. What are they going to add? I don't know. the The animated one was pretty pretty bare bones plot wise. Yeah, they gotta they gotta bring in Sora, Donald, and Goofy. <laughs> You know, for you they, know, they gotta have to do the Finny Fun song. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch that uh, that uh, animatic that they put together? Uh, someone pitched a a um, Kingdom Hearts animated. Oh yeah, series. yeah I've seen that. Yeah, that I was mean, cool. That would work. Yeah, they really would. I mean, they had House of Mouse on Disney on the Disney Channel. They could have done. They could have just dropped Sora in there, and that would have yeah. been it. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Drag and drop. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hey, we have actually hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, or support our Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, or you can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, uh, 419-561-5556. Uh, please call and leave a message. We might play it on the show. Um, haven't gotten a lot of hits on there lately. Yeah, well, yeah, g- yeah. yeah, give us a call. I, I had to send some text messages back and forth for myself so they didn't shut it down. <laughs> well, so, you, well, you know what this means? We've been right about everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one has anything to complain about because we are we've been 100% right. <laughs> Mark it in the books. Yeah. Um, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. 
finally, I would like to thank uh, Parker for helping us out over at the Facebook page, finding some news articles, and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Stay tuned for the live-action remake of Nerd Overload, where I will be a CG animated dog. <laughs>